In today's show, Bitcoin retreats towards $38,000 after Friday sparks losses for nearly everything outside of China. As Lynn Alden points out here, almost everything went down today besides gold, platinum, and Chinese stocks. In today's show, I'll be breaking down the latest technical analysis. And as on-chain analyst Willie Wu shares here, Bitcoin prices sideways because Wall Street is selling futures contract and a macro risk-off trade. Meanwhile, institutional money is scooping spot BTC at peak rates and moving to cold storage. It's time Times like these, I remember the quarter four, 2020 supply shock squeeze. Send it. And as Plan C shares here, supply of Bitcoin last active one plus years ago continues to go parabolic and extend its all time high. Currently 64.75%. Remember my prediction is that this metric will top out between 66 and 68%, coinciding with the beginning of the next major uptrend of the Bitcoin cycle. And El Salvador president Naichi Bokele says his prediction of Bitcoin hitting $100,000 this year is still in play. And quoting Prince Philip of Serbia, Bitcoin is freedom. I want this. For everyone, also in today's show, Bitcoin network difficulty breaks into a new all-time high of $29.79 trillion. That's right. While Bitcoin miners continue to pursue the last 2 million Bitcoin into circulation, the overall network is well-positioned to attain greater resilience against vulnerabilities. Also in today's show, Mexican billionaire Ricardo Salinas says one factor makes Bitcoin superior to gold. And he also revealed that his portfolio is currently 60% Bitcoin. And quoting him here, here's the deal. It's easy to manipulate gold. Just think the gold price is fixed in London. Look what happened with the London Metal Exchange with nickel the other month. I mean, the whole thing is a fraud across the board. Also in today's show, ex-BitMEX CEO Arthur Hayes explains how Bitcoin will have hit $1 million by 2030. That's right. He says a doom loop will spark a $1 million Bitcoin price with gold hitting $20,000 per ounce. Quoting him here, as the union disintegrates, money shall be printed in glorious quantities in a pantheon of different local currencies. Hyperinflation is not off the table. And again, as European savers smell what the rock is cooking, they will flee into hard assets like gold and Bitcoin. The breakup of the EU will equal $1 million Bitcoin. Also in today's show, we'll be taking a look at the overall crypto market. As you can see, all the major cryptos are currently correcting and in the red. But where's the Bitcoin price likely to go next? Find out all this plus so much more in today's show. Hey, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost a video show. So if you want the full premium experience, visit our YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. All right, welcome back to another episode of Crypto News Alerts. I'm your host, JV. How's it going, crypto fam? Make some noise in the live chat. Now, Bitcoin fell into the May holiday weekend after late trading, saw crypto losses echo basically everything. That's right. Right here, you're looking at the Bitcoin one-hour candle chart. Now, data from Cointelegraph Market. Markets point trading view showed Bitcoin reversing at 38,200 on Bitstamp to circle 38,600 this morning on April 30th. Now, Bitcoin had performed weekly during Friday, this nonetheless echoing the vast majority of traditional assets, with the notable exception of Chinese equities. As Lynn Alden points out here, almost everything went down today besides gold, platinum, and Chinese stocks. Go figure. And someone responded, I noticed that, but I'm still surprised because China's in massive trouble with lockdowns and property markets. So what gives? And Lynn Alden responded, they announced pro-big tech policy going forward. So stocks like Alibaba and JD 
rallied hard. And with that, the S&P 500 finished Friday down 3.6%, and the NASDAQ 100 down 4.5%. Hong Kong Hang Seng, on the other hand, gained 4%. Overall, the U.S. dollar currency index, despite wobbling after hitting 20-year highs, further failed to offer respite as it began to consolidate near its two-decade peak. And quoting on-chain analyst Willy Wu here, Bitcoin prices sideways because Wall Street is selling futures contract in a macro risk-off trade. Meanwhile, institutional money is scooping spot Bitcoin at peak rates and moving to cold storage. It's times like these I remember, the quarter four 2020 supply shock squeeze, incoming Bitcoin supply shock, send it. And he also shares here, Bitcoin price holding up well while equities tank and US dollar index moons is a testament to the unprecedented spot buying happening right now. In other words, investors already see Bitcoin as a safe haven. It'll take time for price to reflect, wait for the future sales to run out of ammo and quoting him again here, but also the US dollar currency index is at multiple technical resistances. If the government steps in with yield curve control, then we can see markets rally. Now, yield curve control is also being watched as a major watershed moment, not just for crypto, but for the economies ruled by governments who instigate it. And someone responded to Willy Woo, the marginal FOMO buyer required to pump prices higher isn't there anymore. Markets generally are in a new liquidity sentiment regime since over a year. Not even Russia's sanctions can make the censorship-resistant currency rally. Target for Bitcoin in one to two years is somewhere between 10 and $20,000. I think that is absolutely insane. And on-chain analysts will Wu chimed in. Literally, the chart describes stage one, a reduction in liquid supply, which leads to a supply shock. Then comes stage two, during a supply shock, the marginal buyer forces up the price premium. You're agreeing with stage one happening for a year, which is painted in the chart, in which this dude responded, is to sustain a rising demand that isn't there anymore. Liquidity and faith and narrative are diminishing. This is what on-chain analysis keeps missing. And Willie Wu responded, the sustained and rising demand by long-term investors is literally painted on the chart. Your perceived lack of demand is the price not moving. That's because of risk-off hedging coming from shorter-term speculators is painted at intersection between on-chain and futures. So there you have it. And as Plan C shares here, supply Bitcoin last active one plus years ago continues to go parabolic and extend its all-time highs. Currently 64.75%. Remember my prediction that this metric will top out between 66 and 68%, coinciding with the beginning of the next major uptrend of the Bitcoin cycle. Let me know if you agree or disagree with this crypto analyst. And El Salvador President Nayib Bokele says his prediction of Bitcoin hitting $100,000 this year is still in play. And Max Kaiser says his $220,000 Bitcoin price prediction is still in play for this year as well. And quoting Prince Philip of Serbia, Bitcoin is freedom. I want this for everyone. Amen. And before I break down next story of the day, Bitcoin network difficulty breaks into a new all-time high of $29.79 trillion. But first, let's take a quick look at the overall crypto market. As you can see, all the major cryptocurrencies are currently correcting. And in the red, with Bitcoin down 0.4% for the day, maintaining just above $38,500. We have Ether down a quarter of a percent, maintaining just above $2,800. While Solana, Polkadot, Avalanche, Cardano, and Luna are all correcting and in the red. But all right, now let's break down our next breaking story of the day. Reassuring its position as the most resilient blockchain network against attacks. The Bitcoin network reached a new all-time high network difficulty for the second time this month in April, jumping from its previous all-time high of $28.58 trillion 
to $29.79 trillion. Now, greater network difficulty demands greater computational power to successfully mine a Bitcoin block, which prevents the bad actors from taking over the network and manipulating transactions, also known as double spending. Now, as evidenced by data from blockchain.com, Bitcoin's network difficulty has seen almost a year-long uptrend since August 1st, 2021. Before that, between May and July of 2021 was the timeline when Bitcoin network difficulty fell nearly 45.5% from $25 trillion to $13.6 trillion, and at the time raising monetary concerns about the network's vulnerability. And right here you can see the Bitcoin network difficulty brought to you by blockchain.com reaching a new all-time high. Let's go. Now, further cementing Bitcoin's resilience against 51% attacks on April 28th, the Bitcoin network hash rate, too, recorded a new all-time high of 258 exahashes per second. As shown here in this chart, the network hash rate has eased down to the 220 exahashes per second mark by the end of the month with no visible negative impact on the Bitcoin network difficulty. Now, the month of April was also a witness to one of the lowest average transaction fees across the Bitcoin network. The costs associated with transferring Bitcoin for the first time in two years. On April 18th, the average Bitcoin transaction fee fell down to a dollar, which at its highest was $62 in April of 2021. While Bitcoin miners continue to pursue the last 2 million BTC into circulation, the network is well positioned to attain a newer all-time high with respect to the overall security and price. Now, new research paints an optimistic picture about the King Crypto, underscoring the strength of hodlers hoping for new all-time highs. And as Cointelegraph reported, on-chain indicators suggest bullish momentum thanks to a lack of short-term hodlers, as noted by popular analyst Root, as he shares here. Since we didn't reach prices above $100,000, which so many expected, many still believe this will eventually happen and might therefore hold on to their coins. Where are my long-term Bitcoin hodlers at? Make some noise in the comments right down below. And before I break down next story of the day, Mexican billionaire Ricardo Salinas says one factor makes Bitcoin superior to gold. But first, let's take a quick look at the overall crypto market cap, sitting just under $1.8 trillion with $86 billion in volume in the past 24 hours with the current Bitcoin dominance at 41.8% and the Ether dominance at 19.4%. And checking out the top 100 cryptocurrency gainers in the past 24 hours, we have XDC leading the pack up 16%, trading at 6.5 cents, followed by Nexo up about 9.5%, trading at $2.70, followed by GMT up 9.4%, trading at $3.82. And checking out the top 100 cryptocurrency gainers for the week, you can see a sea of red, which is a handful in the green including Hex up 41%, Ape up 38.6%, and XDC up 19.5%. And checking out one of my favorite indicators is the Crypto Greed and Fear Index. Shows we're currently rated a 20 in Extreme Fear. Yesterday was a 23, last week a 24, and last month a 52, which is neutral. And if you're not familiar with the Crypto Greed and Fear Index, Extreme Fear can be a sign. Investors are too worried. That can be a great buying opportunity like we're witnessing right now. BTFD, buy that freaking dip. And when investors are getting too greedy, that means the market is due for a correction. But all right, now let's break down our next story of the day. Mexican billionaire and Bitcoin bull Ricardo Salinas is unveiling one major factor that he believes may make Bitcoin a better store of value than gold. Well, we all know that is a fact. Absolutely. In a new interview, Salinas, whose asset portfolio consists of 60% Bitcoin and Bitcoin equities, says that gold is highly prone to manipulation. As he shares here, here's the deal. It's easy to manipulate gold. Just think the gold price is fixed in London. Look what happened with the London Metal Exchange with nickel the other month. I mean, the whole thing is a fraud across the board. Preach. Now, according to the Mexican billionaire who served as the chairman of the Grupo Electra conglomerate, the price of Bitcoin is not as easily manipulated as is gold. 
as he shares here. Bitcoin doesn't have the gold problems. You don't have to carry it around. You don't have to store it around. And most important, it's very hard to manipulate the price because there are so many places where you can trade it 24 hours a day all over the world, not like gold, right? Now, Salinas, who is estimated to be worth $12.3 billion, also says that his family has stored value in gold for generations, but everything changed when he discovered Bitcoin, as he reveals here. In my family, or my father and my grandmother, we have always been gold bugs, and we thought that the solution to fiat was gold, and we were sort of betting on that all the time, and it did help in the moments. It helped a lot. Gold has all these problems, and when I found out about Bitcoin, well, now this changed everything because Bitcoin doesn't have the gold problems. That's right, and to watch this entire interview between Ricardo Salinas, the third richest man in Mexico, and Scott Melker, the wolf of all streets, check the show notes below the video in the description. also like to point out that I got to see Ricardo Salinas speak at the Bitcoin 2022 Miami conference. How many of you watched it? If you haven't, you can still check the replay on YouTube. So if you missed it, be sure to check it out. And before I break down our final story of the day, ex-BitMEX CEO Arthur Hayes explains how Bitcoin will have hit $1 million by 2030. But first, I want to remind you to smash that show more button right below this video in the description for detailed analysis of what's going on in the crypto market. This goes for all 1,200 plus videos right here on my YouTube channel. Also, some very helpful resources for you to plug into, including my crypto merch store live at merch.cryptonewsalerts.net. Also, be sure to smash that subscribe button and ring that bell to turn on all notifications to receive daily premium crypto news alerts every single day, just like this. You can also find me on all the major podcasts and platforms from Spotify, home of the Joe Rogan experience, to Apple's iTunes and Google Play. And if you're listening to the pod, be sure to check out the YouTube channel at cryptonewsalerts.net for the full premium experience with video. And of course, you can follow me on crypto Twitter, Facebook, Telegram, and TikToks, so wherever you at, be sure to plug in and follow me there. But all right, now let's break down our final story of the day. Bitcoin will cost $1 million per coin by 2030. One of the industry's best-known pundits insists as countries worldwide shun the euro and United States dollar. In his latest blog post published on April 27th, Arthur Hayes, the former CEO of crypto derivatives giant BitMEX, doubled down on his sky-high price prediction for Bitcoin and gold in light of the sanctions on Russia over its invasion of the Ukraine. A giant pivot in both geopolitical and economic policy is coming, he said. And as the U.S. and European Union battle to reduce dependency on Russia energy and food, the long-term repercussions are all but certain to hurt them and send Bitcoin to the moon. Well, let's send it, shall we? The situation is complex. Inflation already at 40-year highs before the Ukraine conflict is being exasperated by Western sanctions, while Russia is reeling from the West, freezing hundreds of billions of dollars worth of offshore assets. China, meanwhile, is eyeing the situation with a view of protecting itself from the copycat move, targeting its assets. And since the end of the 1990s, a virtuous circle has seen China sell cheap goods to the West in return for its fiat currency, which is then sent back to importers in return for government debt. This keeps interest rates low and China's goods become even cheaper. As a result, disruption to supply chains, inflation, and now the risk of asset confiscation is now changing the status quo rather than switch its production model. However, Hayes believes that China will need to find a way to reduce its exposure to worst case scenarios. Quoting him here, it is impossible for China to sell trillions of US dollars and euros worth of assets without destroying the global financial system that hurts both the West and China equally and bigly, he wrote. Therefore, the path of least destruction for those assets is to seize reinvesting, maturing bonds back into the Western financial system to the extent that China or its proxy state-owned banks can lighten up on Western 
equities and real estate without impacting the market, they will do so. Now, Hayes identified storable commodities, gold and Bitcoin, as the potential exit outlets for Beijing. While such a situation would be at extreme of the spectrum, there should nonetheless be a non-zero chance of China reversing its stance on issues such as Bitcoin mining. Now for some predictions. Doom Loop will spark a $1 million Bitcoin price and $20,000 per ounce of gold. That's right. More striking, however, is the post-outlook for the future of the Western democracies and in particular, the European Union unable to be self-sustaining. Hayes argues shutting out Russia will fuel an unstoppable fire that will result in the disintegration of the European project. Exporters such as Germany will be unable to compete with China while rampant inflation will create internal anger with the EU between the North and the South. Quitting him here, the ECB is trapped. The EU is finished and within decades we'll be trading lira, drachmas, and douchemarks. Once more, his prediction reads, as the union disintegrates, money shall be printed in glorious quantities in a pantheon of different local currencies. Hyperinflation is not off the table. And again, as European savers smell what the rock is cooking, they will flee into hard assets like gold and Bitcoin. The breakup of the EU will equal a $1 million Bitcoin price. Now $1 million per single Bitcoin will also come as a result of the loop in Western financial policy, notably yield curve control as a tool to prevent bankruptcy. Now gold, still the darling of the store value narrative, will have seen up to $20,000 per ounce by the end of the decade. Let me know if you agree or disagree here with these wild price predictions of $20,000 per ounce of gold and $1 million per coin for the king crypto. Now concluding, Hayes issued a call to arms to Bitcoiners warning that the Bitcoin network needs participation in order to endure. Quitting him here, the doom loop will usher in $1 million Bitcoin and $10,000 to $20,000 gold by the end of the decade. We must agitate for self interest flags to save part of the current account surplus in Bitcoin so that Bitcoin farm-to-table economies sprout around the globe. Again, unlike gold, Bitcoin must move. Otherwise, the network will collapse. And he also shares, bear no malice towards those recalcitrant flags that refuse to learn even after hearing the good word. As Lord Satoshi said, forgive them for they do not know what they do. And as Cointelegraph reported, Hayes is no stranger to sky-high price predictions, eyeing a Bitcoin price in the millions in his previous posts back in March. Now, reacting macro analyst Alex Kruger nonetheless called for a rethink of some of the points. As he shares here, I enjoy Arthur's essays, but they are now getting rather bad. He fabricates facts and exaggerates things to make his fat tail narratives come across as highly certain. He will leave many a reader scarred with a mentality of a gold bug who believes the world is forever doomed. So who do you agree more with Arthur Hayes of a $1 million Bitcoin price or Alice Kruger, who's calling him out? Let me know in the comments right down below. Now for the top three comments from yesterday's episode, Ecoin wrote, Aloha Friday JV, stoked the weekend is finally here. Thanks for the awesome crypto news rundown. As always, going to have some beers, sit back, relax, hodl, and enjoy the chronic surf. That's what's up, fam. Enjoy your weekend. Hopefully we see a strong monthly close today to kick off May. For the bulls, enjoy that chronic. Hoddle. And our next featured comment comes from Jenny Jones, who wrote, Thanks, JV. Great show as always. Hoddle. Peace. Greatly appreciate your daily support, Jenny. You are amazing. Thanks so much for tuning in. Hoddle. And our third and final featured comment comes from Inner Dino, who wrote, Thanks, JV. The name Dave the Wave always cracks me up. Excellent show. See y'all next time. You got it, fam. Enjoy your weekend. Keep stacking them sats. And Hoddle. See you tomorrow. And to be featured on tomorrow's episode, drop me a comment right down below.